Let's go. I sell products, not advertising. This monkey business is in your blood, under your skin. You're getting out, you're just getting in, you're only getting started. People will think what I tell them to think. Oh, have I got your attention now? You have part of my attention, you have the minimum amount. This guy's got the right idea. Why don't we begin? Locked and ready. Bombs away! Welcome back or welcome to Pod Sessions with me, your host, Mitch Fanning. For those listening for the first time, just to give you a bit of context, by trade and trading, I'm a marketer fresh off sabbatical who is now focused on helping B2B SaaS companies grow by adopting a more revenue-focused marketing approach. And in this podcast, I cover a variety of subjects, including business, marketing, and of course, personal growth. And in today's session, like this podcast, it's going to be a bit of an experiment, kind of a in-between episode. It's going to be shorter It's going to have no guest. It's kind of a break between the interviews. Also, before I get into today's topic, I just want to publicly thank everyone who's given me some early feedback so far. As I said before, it's given me the oxygen to continue, but it's also going to make the show better. So jumping into today's topic, for this session, I'm going to be putting on my marketing leader hat which is a bit of a change of pace from the last two sessions. And I was inspired to talk about this issue after reading an article that Kimberly Whitler wrote in a recent article in Forbes called The CEO's Perspective on Why the CMO's Job is the Hardest to Get Right. And I'll put that in my show notes. So this is what I'm going to be talking about today. Number one, why it seems to be the hardest position in the C-suite or management team to get right. But more importantly, one thing that a founder or founders and CEOs can do to get it right, and also what marketing leaders and CMOs can do to help in that process. Now, before I go on, let me just give you a bit of context on the author I just mentioned, uh, Kimberly Whitler. She's a former CMO herself who's worked for a variety of companies, including P&G, And she actually now researches the challenges that face the modern CMO. And she's also written for Forbes and also the Harvard Business Review. And her article begins by citing a feature that she actually wrote for the Harvard Business Review with another colleague in uh, the summer of 2017, I believe, called The Trouble with CMOs, Why CMOs Never Last. And again, I'll put that in my show notes. And basically, their findings were this, that the CMOs have the shortest tenure in the C-suite, which as a marketing leader, that stat kind of concerned me. Now, getting back to the article, in it, she interviews Kevin Ackroyd, who is the CEO of Cision, a public PR software uh, provider who spent a lot of time actually in his career selling to the CMO. And that actually kind of makes him unique for being interviewed because he's a CEO and he's spent a lot of time with the CMO. And in the article, he discusses the reasons why hiring a CMO is more difficult than any other C-suite or, or management position. Now, I'm actually not going to get into all of the reasons why um, too much because I'd rather kind of focus on talking about how we actually might overcome these challenges versus just focusing on the challenges themselves. But I, again, I will put a link to the article in the show notes. But it's interesting. I will I will kind of touch on one quote that he put in there uh, as far as the reasons. And he put he actually said, quote, it's because the scope of marketing is so great that what CMOs are kind of tasked or chartered to do is so broad that you you need a well-rounded athlete who can lead recruit, train, and develop, end quote. And he kind of uses the term, you know, they're a scientist uh, 
plus artist plus technologist, which if I can just go off script for a second, is actually the reason why I love marketing so much because I feel, you know, all of those, you know, uh, all those kind of types of, uh, of terms, the, the scientist, artist, and technologist kind of are at war or, or live with inside of me. And again, that's, that's why I love it so much. But I will also touch upon one other specific part of the article that I'll, again, I'll get into because it's a response that Kevin gives to Kimberly, you know, during their Q&A, which I think is the most important question. And, and Whitler kind of says, you know, what can CEOs do to get the CMO job right? And Ackroyd responds, quote, be super aware and honest about what you're looking for, end quote. Now, I'll continue, and again, I'll paraphrase, but this is what he is saying. If you, the CEO, conceive of marketing as simply a brochure maker rather than a broad impact job, and I think, you know, it's brochure maker is kind of a metaphor for, you know, narrow, focused position, uh, maybe just more brand or, or even just maybe just demand-oriented, uh, demand or, or lead gen-oriented then don't hire a marketer that has predominantly had GM experience. Again, those are his words. Those individuals will be disappointed with the narrow role. And he continues, likewise, uh, I have created a big, broad, high-impact uh, CMO role where my CMO is expected to drive business and contribute to strategy setting. If I had hired a CMO who had or who, sorry, who didn't have broad experience, they would have failed. In reality, most CEOs, again, this is his words, most CEOs don't fully understand marketing. So they aren't qualified to ask the right questions. Again, those are his words, not mine. So then the question begs, what are the right questions? And I thought about this, and this is kind of what I want to get into uh, as far as the meat of this episode. For founders and CEOs, here are a few questions. Of course, there are more, but here are kind of a few that I, I think are, are key. Uh, you know, what outcomes do we want the CMO to produce in, in light of the company's priorities, of course, and also the growth stage of the company? You know, what type of CMO do, or, or again, CMO is interchangeable with marketing leader, VP of marketing, etc. What type of uh, CMO do we need? Do we need a, a very narrow role or do we need someone who has, you know, broad experience? And what's interesting is, again, going back to Ackroyd's comment, be super aware and honest. The, uh, really the stress test here is in most cases, when you do a job description, you have a very, basically you want everything in the kitchen sink. But when you get into the reality of it, you only want certain things. So again, be, be super aware and honest with yourself. The other thing is obviously how the CMO should balance out the rest of the management team in terms of their strengths and weaknesses. And of course, what are the what are the performance metrics for that role? I mean, what what is this person actually going to own at the end of a year, a quarter, etc.? And I think from there, 
you know, it's very easy to, or, or the actual types of skills and experiences required begin to kind of reveal themselves. Now, for marketers or marketing leaders and CMOs, they obviously can help in this process and they're not off the hook either. The questions they have to ask to kind of help in the process uh, is, you know, what is the CMO's role in this firm again? Is it a brochure maker? Again, using that metaphor, or is it is it broad? Is it going to be high impact? Uh, you know, the second, and this is kind of one that I really like is what is the agreement, or sorry, is there agreement across the entire C-suite? And I really like that one because it's interesting. Sometimes the CEO really has a good idea of what marketing is, but the CFO, uh, the customer success uh, leader. Uh, these other other leaders in the in the management team don't always know what marketing is or what marketing does, and I think it's good to have agreement across the entire management team. And of, of course, the last one, you know, what are the expectations and the you know performance metrics for that role, and is it actually consistent with the job description or kind of the scope of work that this person's gonna gonna actually provide? And again, I really feel that the marketing leader needs to own something. And again, depending on the the size of the company, you know, what stage they're in, et cetera, you know, I believe they need to either own, you know, a, a piece of revenue from, from marketing, uh, you know, again, or customers. But, you know, leads need to actually be very, they can't be arbitrary. Lead targets cannot be arbitrary. They need to, there needs to be a reason why we're generating a certain amount of leads. And again, I really feel that comes to, you know, either from from actually revenue, uh, revenue driven or at least, you know, customers acquired. Again, this all comes down to getting on the same page and, and setting the right expectations from the start. Because, you know, personally, I feel like if the, the founder, CEO and, and CMOs, you know, again, marketing leader can can work together to, you know, to avoid these problems. The, you know, obviously by working through this, you know, these, these questions or, or questions like this, you know, I think everyone would benefit, including obviously the company itself. And, and this is really why I want to talk about this today. Just really because obviously there, there, there is, you know, there are challenges there, obviously from, from Whitler's findings uh, you know, and, and obviously the discussion with Ackroyd, why it's so hard to get it right. And, and the fact that, you know, the CMO's tenure is the shortest. So there, you know, there is some challenges there. And really that's, you know, as a marketing leader, I would like to bring more attention to this. But also, you know, I really want the founder, you know, CEO to, you know, I really want to do my best, you know, through this podcast, through this episode to help them get it right. So obviously, you know, again, it starts with the right questions. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously the CMO, you know, for those marketing leaders out there, uh, you know, again, this is just my take. I'm curious, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, obviously let me know through Twitter or Instagram. Use the hashtag MitchCast or go on my website. Uh, just ping me by by email. Uh, you know, again, i really like to know how you guys and gals feel about this. So again, would love to hear your, your thoughts. That's it. That's all. Again, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, 
onwards and upwards. Well, that's it for this session. For those of you who made it this far, thank you so much. Quick reminder, the show notes will be available on my website at mitchellfanning.com. And at this stage of the game, I really only have two small requests. Number one, I'd really love to get your feedback. And you can do that by either going to iTunes and leaving a review or contacting me via email or social. Just use the hashtag MitchCast. Again, all of this can be found on my website. Because like I said before, it's really going to be your feedback that's going to give me the oxygen to keep me going in the early stages and to improve the show. Because ultimately, I want this to be something that you'll also get value from. Last but not least, if you know somebody who might be interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out and let me know as well. That's it. That's all. Until next time, thank you so much.